Safely on, on the challenge. We have made it a long way. Hey, look at you, Ricky's season. Almost to the final. Well, Casey, I feel like she has my back in this game. Welcome to your next challenge. Mission Global Domination. The one team that got the most targets is Casey and Leroy. We know the math. It's down to me and him. That's why I'd rather Kyle be the household. I'm done playing games, and I'd rather go up against you than anybody else in the house. I do feel betrayed. All of you. Welcome back to the crater. Amber B and Kyle, you've been compromised. Leroy and Casey, who do you want to vote for? CT and Big T. Tonight is a female elimination. Go! Well, Big T, you had a good run. Amber B, are you gonna stay with your partner, Kyle? Are you gonna take Big T's partner, CT, or are you gonna steal Bessie or Corey? Bessie, get down here. Once again, I get stolen for the third time. I'm definitely disappointed. He's been saying my name, so this time, if you have to say my name again, you're gonna hit that button with your face right next to it. Nani, you get to decide if you want Kyle or CT. Definitely pick Kyle, it's gonna be a guy, Jake. I'm going to Kyle. No! CT, yes! which means you are rogue. Agent, you are definitely ready to run my final. So dig as deep as you can, because it is close. All right? See you soon. The final is within touching distance, but there's one more elimination to go. Who will survive, and who will make TJ's final? I'm Levi Hall, and this is The Challenge. Redditors React Podcast. Hello Redditors, hello Challenge fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Redditors React Podcast. Uh, We have a fun episode for you, as usual I like to hope. Um, We don't have a Rogue Agent Redditor this week, but I'll tell you who I do have with me. As always, I have my co-host, Mr. ReadThis28, George! Knock, knock. Who's there? Pubs, restaurants, hairdressers, and gyms. <laughs> You've also done that in the right order. <laughs> Actually, swap restaurants and gyms. But yeah, um, pubs, definitely. No, you're meant to go pubs, restaurants. Oh, sorry. I got really excited by the opening. Pubs, restaurants, <laughs> hairdressers, and gyms who? Pubs, hairdressers, pubs, restaurants, hairdressers and gym all open on Monday in the UK. Fucking get in. Welcome to the podcast. Really sorry I caught that up, but it's staying in. Um, I am very, very excited. This is a non-edited episode. This is a non-edited episode. Are you excited about a uh, a modicum of freedom being restored? I I have four consecutive and different rooftop bars for Monday which nice. I am very, very excited for. Then I am going to be hungover on Tuesday. Probably Standard. not as hungover as, as after the uh, Devon episode. And friend then of the I'm show Devon or the wonderful Devon Simone? Friend of a show, Devon. And then I am um, off to do my own little mini final and climb the highest mountain in the UK. No one be impressed. It's basically a small hill. Um, but while drinking a bottle of whiskey, because that's my new favourite recreation activity. And I highly recommend it to everyone. Very nice. Well, it looks like you have a lot planned and we have a lot planned for this episode. Um, This is the uh, episode just before the final. 
which is uh, is great news, as we saw last night on the challenge, and we'll talk more about that. We don't have a uh, rogue agent redditor this week, so you're stuck with George and I. Um, but George, how was your week? It's been pretty hectic, to be honest, mate. I've uh, I've been vaccinated. Woo! Woo! Um, which one did you get? Astra. Oh, nice snap! Yeah, vaccine friends. You um, had yours today, I, didn't you? I did. So you are but going I be- to feel like shit tomorrow. Doubt it. Mate, no, trust uh, me, from experience, you will feel like shit tomorrow. I really hope I don't, because I have a very busy day at work. And also, I have to pack, because my house move is not coming in time. So, like, the adult I am, I'm running home to see my mum until I can move into my new place, which I'm Aww. very excited for, because she feeds me. Oh, and I haven't had hot water for a week, and I'm very, very bored of um, having cold showers, and I can't wait for that to change as well. My mate sent me a text a few uh, weeks ago and he was like, do you want to do the cold shower challenge with me for this month? Not showering together. It's just you only have cold showers for a month. And my reply was, no, no, I don't. And that was the end of that conversation. Why is that even a thing? I don't know. Apparently it's like really good for your body. Yeah, so vegetables, I eat them sparingly. I know. It's not, not the best idea that I've ever heard. Now... Hold you on, there's one, uh, there's one congratulation thing we've forgotten. Oh, yes. Of, sorry. You've, uh, you've completed something, haven't you? I have. I have officially completed Sham to Nam. Um, when we started this podcast, George, I, I was a sham. I, I, I was an absolute mess. You're and a sham. Now, <laughs> now, I'm a nam. Uh, I have... Um, I have Officially lost, I think it works out as about 28 pounds. Jesus, um, mate, that's for awesome. Our American viewers, I'm gonna hold up to the screen a picture for you to see of my before and after, which because I've got a background on, you can't see. But um, I, I, I saw a bit there. It, it, it is, if you reverse the photos, I would have basically been catfished throughout this entire podcast. But yeah, um, <laughs> c- congratulations, buddy. I know how much effort you've put in, and I know how bloody hard that entire thing is to do so um yeah well done mate challenge Cheers, ready you are I now qualified I... to run not tj's final you're just actually now qualified to run <laughs> well i think it's one of those things because obviously the pubs are not the pubs well the pubs have been closed but because the gyms have been closed as well i've had to do it all off my own back through like going for walks going for runs spinning in my flat i've had to Work he out he, what he means on that, by the way, he means biking, not just running around in circles, yes. which is also uh, a great way to lose weight and uh, blow out your knee. Uh, peloton classes, peloton classes. Um, but with the gyms opening on the 12th, you have very kindly said that you're going to write me a plan for weights. So I'm hoping now to start toning up. What I don't want to happen is go back to Sham now that I'm Nam. I want to stay at Nam and then become even hotter Nam. Oh, God. I'm going, to have to get, I'm going to have to get a brightness filter on my screen. <laughs> Can you believe it? But do you know what's also very exciting? You know, we joke about these sponsorship deals every single week on the podcast. Yes. Guess who got a delivery from Under Armour this week? This you, guy. <laughs> now, let me, let me explain. Can... Well, let me explain what happened. So, obviously, you know, we, we've talked about... I wear a lot of Under Armour and we talked about it on the podcast. Um, and I think it was, it's Thursday today, Tuesday. Um, got a message from my concierge. Package has arrived. Went went there, got it. Load of Under Armour jumpers. 
Very, very pleased with them. Very happy. Now, let me explain how I got these. What I did was I went on the Under Armour website and on the Under Armour website, there's a thing you can click, which is add to cart. And what you do, you look at the stuff you want and you add them to cart and then you put in your credit card details and then they take your money and then they send you the Under Armour outfits. It's not a sponsorship deal, George, but I'll be wearing it. You're sponsoring yourself though, mate. Quite like I that. basically am. I basically am. I'm now, if anything, I'm sponsoring Under Armour. <laughs> so I, I, would, I would like to congratulate Under Armour on their sponsorship de- deal with uh, the Challenge Redditors Reactor podcast. Uh, and if they ever want to return the favour, I really like Under Armour stash and need some new stash. Well, if you go on their website and click those buttons <laughs> um, and then put in your credit card details, you will be good to go. Interesting fact as well this week. So as you're aware, I've got having some work done on my flat. So I moved into temporary accommodation, which is basically another flat in the building. But the removal guys that came to help, uh, one of them was saying to another removal guy, oh, do you uh, watch Survivor? And I stuck my head around the door. I was like, what, um, American CBS show Survivor? He was like, yeah. I was like, I've seen, I've seen some of it, but um, I'm really into the challenge. He was like, oh, yeah, I watched the challenge. It's really good. Um, and we ended up talking about it. He's watching this season at UK Pace. So uh, he's just had the episode where Ashley gets eliminated for the second time. Um, but we found another one, George. That is brilliant. Wild. Um, it is quite good. On that note as well, my friend has um, just had, she basically managed to break both, uh, hairline fracture both her ankles. I don't want to ask why. Sounds like a really, really weird story. Um, but I introduced her to the challenge while she was like unable to move. She's now watched four seasons in a week. I think well, she's everything on Netflix, everything on Amazon Prime. Um, hey, you. And I think, don't know if she's got hey, you. I'll let her know. Um, don't, is that Final Reckoning? Uh, I think it's whichever War of the Worlds isn't on um, Netflix and possibly Final Reckoning as well. Not bad. Uh, Yeah, that means War of the Worlds too, which I do have a soft spot for because it was my first live season. Um, So yeah, mate, look at at our little reach growing. We've now brought three fans to the challenge in the UK. (laughs) So once again, there are some more fresh eyes on the challenge, which brings us to one of my favorite segments on the podcast, George, the challenge fresh eyes. What does George's brother Ed have for us this week? So Ed has now finished War of the Worlds 1, which is very, very exciting. Um, less excitingly, he was so gripped by the last um, the last elimination episode that he forgot to message me during it. Uh, basically, saw that one. He's a huge, huge fan of Hallbrook. Uh, and today he's what got the uh, Kyle Theo one as his first one. So yeah. I, I mean, I think he's on the verge of challenging me to one, which I would definitely, definitely lose. So I'm not doing it. Um, Can you but film re- it? I film a whole rule. I've got a mate who I could, uh, although to be fair, I'm a little bit about, out of action. I was messing around um, at a friend's birthday in the park last Friday. And I really, really messed up my knee by playing a wonderful game called British Bulldog, which is based, oh. which for our American listeners, you start on one side of a field. There's one person in the middle trying to tackle, like, as many of you who are playing, we're limited to six. So trying to tackle us five, <laughs> trying to tackle us five. And then when you get tackled, you go into the middle as well. So this ends up with one poor bloke running into five large people. And I was the poor bloke. 
and my knee is now my right knee is now double the size of the uh, left one, which has really hamstringed my running. But back to Ed's fresh eyed review. Um, basically, I think he was watching the episode where they have the final purge, and he's basically just like, fuck me, Paulie has dropped twice, painful to watch. And then something that probably kind of sums up a lot of viewers at this point, I never really liked Paulie, but fuck me, this determination is motivational. I'm trying to work out hungover. If Paulie can deal with that pain, I can deal with this pain. Oh, I don't think- good old Ed. Yeah. Then, um, damn, Maddie smacked the box. Come on, Maddie, brackets, Matty, question mark. You're still my favourite. <laughs> Fuck this death path. <laughs> also, how is Wes not more tanned? He's been training in a desert for ages and he's pasty as fuck. Lol, Theo is smashing this run. Love how Matty is just always cheering someone on. Oh, Georgia's out. She's in some serious trouble. And then, <laughs> George, so sorry for not texting during. That challenge was brutal. So glad Turbo won. Definitely the most deserving. And that concludes season one of the challenge Fresh Eyes. So here is the question, though. Your um, friend with the hairline fractures, has she sent you any? Uh, Not yet. She's basically just said that she's absolutely obsessed with it, which is good. So I'm going to get some reactions from her because she must have done Vendetta's War of the Worlds, War of the Worlds 2, because that's on Amazon Prime. And uh, I don't know which other one she's done, actually. But probably was the worst one as well. So we'll get some Vendessa's reactions from her. Fantastic. And, and George, as well as the fresh eyes, you know what I've not been able to stop thinking about this week. Well, that might have been quite hard for you with uh, parental access on your uh, broadband, but we'll get to my massive poll when you want to, buddy. Well, this is the thing. Yes. So because of this move that I've been doing, they've been transferring my uh, broadband package from my old flat to my new flat. But unfortunately, there's been an issue. So they've given me uh, BT, have given me this like mini hub, which is like one of those 4G MiFi things. And it's unlimited, which is great. And it's it's pretty fast. Like we're able to record a podcast on it, um, but not as fast as my broadband. But the most annoying thing is there's parental controls, which means I tried to watch something on Netflix um, the other day, definitely on Netflix, um, and it was like an 18-rated movie, and it wouldn't let me watch it. So fortunately, they've taken those controls off. But when I went to look at your massive poll this morning, because of the nature of your massive poll and how erect you make it on a weekly basis, parental controls would not let me gaze at your massive poll. So George... How yeah though? Well, I'm. I was basically thinking about how we had we've had a couple of chats this this season about how there seems to be a little bit of production interference in eliminations. I don't like to think this is true, but what I did want to work out is um, was what is the elimination that's had the most production interference. So we had Zach and Amanda versus Corey and Devon, Jordan versus Theo. World of the Worlds 2, he got a sodding hammer. Um, CT versus Wes, the first elimination this episode where they switched to female. Brad versus Leroy Vendettas, which was actually a car crash because Brad couldn't go through the wall and then his thing broke. Wes and Bananas, did Wes actually have three batteries or other? Some very, very good ones in the other, actually. But Zach and Amanda, absolute clear favourite, uh, just under half the votes uh, with 526 in total. Uh, sorry, about over 1,000 people voted. Uh, CT versus Wes came second, which I was uh, interested by. 
Um, mm. A lot of people for other. I did a clearly quite messy job with this poll. Clean out for next week. Sorry. Oh, hello. Um, Wes versus Bananas. And then last place was Jordan versus Theo. But there's a lot of call outs for like Beth and Svetlana in Duel One. Um, Corey versus Darrell gets a few mentions, mainly for it being badly designed, I think, which is pretty fair to be honest, because it was. Um, and then the ones I really forgot was the Josh and Amanda versus Ashley and Cam one on World Worlds One because they were told they couldn't go back to back. And then as soon as Josh fell, they went back to back and won. So, yeah. Well, we never saw that they weren't told that. We were just told it by Josh. There's been a fair few people that have confirmed, apparently now it's like multiple cast members have all come out and said it, apparently. It's pretty, it's a pretty common one on the Reddit. Um, Mm. But I think that, I think I, I kind of agree with the Reddit here. The Zach and Amanda one is a bit of a car crash because there's just stories of the cast trying to pull the tile off after um, making sure the right people went on that one all the time. Yeah, it's a... Um, um, Zach's face broke. That wasn't on the one that was um, glued on, though. Um, no, it was the, the last time. No, that was just quite funny. <laughs> you really hate Zach, don't you? Oh, it's such a pain because Ed obviously has started War of the Worlds 1 where Zach is really likeable. War of the Worlds mm. 2, I think he's actually a very, very good character on it. You go back to like Battle of the X's and Final, uh, Battle of the X's 2, sorry, and Final Reckoning and Battle of the Seasons. Battle of the well. seasons. Yeah. Cool. It's just like, oh, this is a shame. And then we thought you grew out of it. And actually, we've already discussed this um, on a previous pod, but then Total Madness in video call happened. It was like, you're still the same. Hmm. Anyway. Well, this week in Challenge News, uh, the Challenge All Stars has been continuing. Um, Obviously, we're not going to talk about that because of the situation with streaming and how it's not linear and therefore people watch it at different times and it could cause spoilers. But what I will say is if you want to go and chat about the Challenge All-Stars, head over to the Challenge subreddit. There's loads of conversation going on over there. And um, from the first two episodes that I've seen, I'm really enjoying it. It's a great mix of old school with new school and it's just fused together really well. Um, and there were some absolute corkers from TJ in episode two. I won't explain why, but head over to Paramount Plus, um, aka CBS with a different shade of blue, Um, pay your $4.99 a month and enjoy the challenge all stars. Can we have a slight moment of appreciation to the mods as well, actually? Because I've not got around to watching, I haven't been able to watch all stars, Um, but they have done such a good job of keeping every post about it um like censored and so people can still chat about it but people don't get it ruined so they're a very huge reason why the challenge reddit is so good so thank you mods um as always yeah i think i completely second that cheers mods and uh keep up the good work now george when we reacted last time might be the longest introduction bit we've ever done (laughs) the longest but the best Uh, so when we reacted last time amber b uh, who, might I just say, has once again slid into my DMs this week. Um, she eliminated Big T uh, from the game and she chose to pair up with Fessy, a man in demand, but also allegedly an introvert. Uh, Nanny chose Kyle as a partner, which was the one thing Kyle definitely didn't want, which left CT Rogue and potentially, in our opinion, straight into the final. Now, that is a lot to digest, so let's see what the reaction was when they got back to the house. Girl, Amber, and I got an upgrade tonight. I did! My girl, Big T, is gone. This guy, we could just get rid of... Toss it. Him? Yep. And we'll put no, actually, this guy... 
right here with me. So Nanny and Kyle are back together. Um, and Nanny doesn't want to be with anyone but Kyle, George. And uh, Kyle just keeps telling Nanny to shut up. And <laughs> then says to Cam, the team, the alliance, the team, the alliance. Um, what do you think of this Nanny-Kyle di- dynamic? He, uh, he says they're like an old divorce couple who are miserable, but Nanny is so happy. <laughs> it was... So some of the things he says are pretty harsh at this point, but uh, you've made this point three or four times during the season. He just has got such a good delivery, he gets away with it, and it makes it good TV. Um, and, yeah, it just a very, very entertaining start to the episode. I enjoyed this. I do like the fact he's immediately tried to go, yeah, camp, we're back, back together, right? Not going in. And instantly tries to get back on that train when there's, like, two other options. So, um He's still in trouble. I was watching this entire episode just scared for poor Kyle. He's uh he's been he's been a uh, been a good bit of entertainment uh with the whole uh partner switches I think over the last few episodes and I I just love the way that Nanny is so happy to be away from Fessy but Kyle is like being even worse to her than Fessy was. He's like I don't want to be with you. Leave me alone. Shut up. And she's just loving it. She's she's t- <laughs> like Kyle has that charm, doesn't he? Yeah, like how bad a partner is Fessy that having someone describe you as a belligerent divorced couple <laughs> that you'd still rather be with them. It, it's so true. And, and the thing is, they're in a position now, like Nanny's safe because CT is rogue, so therefore it's obviously a guy's day. Um, but Kyle knows if they don't win the challenge, then he's the one going in. And he says all the guys want his meat, but not in a good way. It's like all the Redditors clamouring for your poll. My God, I've been compared to Kyle. My life is complete. Um, this this made me laugh out loud. I, it's very hard not to text you when I watch it, but I was like, really, really wanted to. Uh, yeah, just really, really wanted to call it out. That it was brilliant. It's it made me laugh so much. Oh. It's true though. I'm sometimes like, I'll watch parts of the challenge, and I'm like, oh, I need I need to text George. But then I'm fully aware at the moment I'm off work uh, for a couple of weeks. Um, so I'm watching it on a Thursday morning, but I'm aware that you watch it on a Thursday evening. So I can't message you while I'm watching it because I don't want to ruin it for you. Sorry, um, you've, now got, you've now got your builder friend to talk to. <laughs> no, no, he's the removal guy. Oh, sorry. You've now got your removal friend to talk to. <laughs> no, he's gone. He was one day. One day, Aww. one and done. Should have got on the pod. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just... Great delivery again by Carl. But I think the bigger thing here is you you had a theory at the end of last episode where Kyle was still going to be okay. I I was just worried about him throughout this entire time um, just because it is so stacked against him. But he is... The people who have been most entertaining this season are when they're up against the wall. Um, I think you said you've seen Kyle safe and you've seen Kyle up against the wall and you much prefer up against the wall, Kyle. That sounds weird. Um, but, um, <laughs> oh, but God, it does. It does. Yeah. But where, but where's it's even CT when he's got his back against the wall? Um, and Devin, obviously. And then, and Carl, f- four, f- like definitely the four most entertaining guys just because they've been in trouble. Um, Teresa, by far, most entertaining girl throughout the season, even though she's done six episodes and she was never in that alliance. So, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Teresa, the most entertaining girl all season. Big T. In terms of game. 
No. Julie's just, no, actually, no, I'm wrong. Okay, big, big T in Teresa. Um, but Whoa, yeah. I, I put Anissa above Teresa. Hmm. In terms Anissa of facial reaction. something happening throughout the season. Like every episode, something was happening with Anissa. Yeah. But she was very, very reactive. I like people who are proactive in this game and try and make things happen. I, 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 I am Teresa. <laughs> oh yeah, crap! Now you're going to say Amber M was by far the most entertaining person this season, aren't you? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she could entertain me. Oh God, let's move on. There's a look let's, in your eye. <laughs> let's move on from Amber M to Amber B. And as I said, she's told me can't just call her Amber. So Amber B, uh, she's having a chat with her new partner Fessy, who basically says, "Look, she she's the only agent to win two eliminations." And she thinks that they can win. The, he thinks that they can win the final as a partnership, and that he's got uh, a lot of confidence in her. He's full of shit, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's. Um... <sighs> it, it, it's nice words. It's it's just not backed up. There's nothing genuine behind this. Um, and yeah, it's just. I think he thinks he's got a lot more charisma than he does. And like, if you juxtapose this with what Kyle was saying earlier, Bessie's words are nice, but it's just like, ah, no, what do you want about? And Kyle's a meme, but very, very entertaining. Well, Cam kind of comments on this. She's like, this is a team that Fessie doesn't want. And basically he doesn't rate any of the girls in the game, except for Casey. I think she's spot on with that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to be fair, we should discuss that later. Because there's, mm. um, there's a very, very entertaining not maybe not wrong word but there's a there's a scene around that which i thought was actually a very one of the most interesting parts of this entire episode mm. well the next morning we have we've talked about it a lot human moments uh we have leroy and cam in the hot tub together and i think it's just nice like obviously knowing what we know about leroy that this is his final season just seeing him almost like break everything down over the last 11 years with cam um, and I think it was that moment he said, I've had 11 fails. And she said, no, you've had 11 lessons. Yeah, it was a very nice, like, it's probably got a window into what they're like as a couple. Mm. Um, supportive, kind, get on well, nice seeing a little bit of their relationship. There's not been a huge focus on their relationship this season, which I think is probably intentional from them. They don't want to be too coupley because mm. couples have had a history of being thrown in in the challenge. Um but yeah, it just it, I think you summed it up perfectly. Really, really nice moment between them. And I can't wait for them to pay for their wedding with the vinyl winnings. Because one of them is winning, right? <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? Um, but um, what I thought was really interesting is Leroy says they've run the whole they've run the whole game, the two of them. And I don't disagree. Like, if you even go back to episode one, Leroy was the one that tried to get CT and Ashley thrown in. Like they have done in this game what Cam and Kaylee did in War of the Worlds 2. Yeah. Um, but they were very smart because like in War of the Worlds 2, when Cam and Kaylee ran it, but made it seem like it was Paulie and Kara, Leroy and Cam have run this, but made it seem like it was the Big Brother Alliance. 
Very, very good point. I give a little bit of credit to Paulie for War of the Worlds too. Apparently it was Paulie and um, Cam and then Kaylee on the UK side. But you're right. It's, it, can you think of a game where a, couple, where a pair has been in more control except for maybe Rivals 3? And that's because but this, they've had good competition this season. Rivals 3 was stacked for Bananas and Sarah to win. Well, Cam and Leroy, but they weren't even a pair. That's the thing. They're two individual players in a couple. And the thing about Cam and Leroy as well is that you'd think that people would have targeted them from the off. Be like, okay, let's break up the most obvious alliance in the whole house. And they just haven't. And there hasn't been one moment in the whole game where either of them were in danger. Yeah, true. Uh, Only slight one which didn't go according to plan, was it, was the... Blind side on Teresa sending Cameron into a relation she didn't overly want, but that but is. But she still the... mentioned it to Cam in advance. The so Cam still had some kind of idea. Uh, it was if it's physical, you'll go in. Was the exact quote, and that wasn't physical, but it worked out. That's that's literally the only thing that hasn't gone to their puppet strings, isn't there? Yeah, they they pretty much so far played the perfect game. And what's interesting is actually I didn't realise that Leroy hadn't told any of the other challengers that this was going to be his last season. Yeah, because in episode zero of this season, they mention it, but that is a is that a confessional? I think looking back, I think it was. Ah, uh, okay, that makes more sense. Interesting then. But um, but yeah, I think you know the the two of them have played the perfect season, like you say, the insight into their relationship. They seem like a really loving, supportive couple, and. Yeah, you know, can they get past the final hurdle, get to the final and have one of them win it? We'll find out in the rest of this episode and we'll find out in next week's episode. But George, what would you like to do at 5.30 in the morning? Normally my snacking time. (laughs) Um, The last thing I want to do, actually, no, being woken up by TJ's voice is not a bad way of being woken up at 5.30. But there are better things I can think of to be doing at 5.30 in the morning. Well, <laughs> well, TJ comes into the house and he's like, wake up, wake up, wake up. Now, TJ nowadays, he used to go to the house quite a lot, you know, for the uh, nominations and things like that. Nowadays, he comes to the house if he's going to kick someone out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but not this time. He just says, I want four of you, one from each pair to come with me. CT, you're rogue. You're staying here. Back to bed for CT. Um and the pairs can't really decide who to send. So in the end, all the boys just go with TJ because they've all got egos and they think that the ones that go with TJ are going to kind of control the situation. Boy, just, were they wrong. Which is also dumb. I, I, how, many, how many examples of this have we had? There's definitely one in Rivals 3. Again. So in Rivals 3, there's the trivia one where the girls will get buried. Good challenge. I enjoyed that. There's also an elimination in, I think it's Rivals 2. And uh, Johnny and is it one or two? Johnny and Jasmine come to mind, where like one of them's like buried underneath a load of light. Again, it's Johnny and Jasmine against Sarah and Caitlin. That's Um, it. Yeah, that's it. I can't think of any others, but yeah, it's always been the people who get taken are trapped. So, yeah. But You'd think at least Nanny would, would know that because she's she's done being, those seasons before. Yeah, being trapped as well doesn't sound great. So I like to think all the girls were like, yeah, you go. It'll be Greta, you're in control. And maybe they were just sick of having the guys around. To, to be honest, I, I wouldn't be surprised because 
based on what Cam says in this episode, all the guys have been absolute assholes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm um, jumping ahead. That's my job. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Our, our roles have reversed. Um, but, you know, CT is now in the house with all the girls. And none of them have decided in the ensuing few hours to have showers or to, to go and have a bit more of a sleep. They're all just sitting around in the living room waiting for that light to flash and waiting for the alarm to go off. And it does go off, George. The challenge has been activated and the girls and CT head to the mission. And we are going to head there too and find out from TJ exactly what he has in store. Obviously, your partners are missing. We've hidden them. 500 feet below the Earth's surface in a frozen volcano. Don't make too much movement. Your mission today is to find them and bring them to safety. Their fate is in your hands. Today's challenge is called Mission Escape the Volcano. <laughs> to begin, each of you must race five miles across the frozen terrain. Along the way, you'll hit mental checkpoints that you must complete in order to proceed. Eventually, you'll come to the mouth of a volcano. You'll descend 500 feet into the crater. Search for and find your partner. Then you will race back to the start together and solve a puzzle. The team to get back to me and solve their puzzle the fastest will become our double agent. That's a lot. Oh, that's a challenge right there. So, your partner's fate Lies in your hands. Awesome. CT, you're rogue, so you're not playing today. Must be nice. All right, agents, this is almost the end of the line. Make it happen. So, Mission Escape the Volcano, the least imaginative title for a mission that they've had this season. I love the way that he's just like, um, and the men need to escape the volcano. This is Mission Escape the Volcano. Um, but yeah, so the men are trapped in a volcano. The girls race five miles to the volcano. They solve mass pu puzzles along the way to grab the keys. Uh, then they'll reach the volcano. They'll descend 500 feet to unlock their partner. And then the pairs will race back to the finish line where they will solve a final puzzle. That's the mission, escape the volcano. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was trying to think of a better name. <laughs> what about like something about eruption? Now that's your poll. Ha! <laughs> um, eruption destruction. Uh, something. There's definitely something with lava. Why would you lava me? What about are you smarter than a ten-year-old? <laughs> I'll tell you who isn't. Amber B, and we will get oh. onto that. So let's discuss the, discuss this mission. They've run out of ideas. I actually thought this daily was quite cool. I thought it was nice to see, like, the girls take the limelight. Oh, yeah. Also, we should have definitely... I don't know why we didn't think it was earlier. Like, the daily should now be called the um, Ice and Tourism Board Volume 1, 2, 3. Because, <laughs> again, it looks so cool. I'm still worried that there are no other human beings in Iceland. They literally are. It's got ridiculously low population density. I've told you this. Why would you not remember it? No, I Next do remember week. it, but I'm just like reiterating the fact that we've still seen no other human beings in Iceland. Ne Next week, you're going to believe wolves are herbivores again. Um, and that broccoli is not allowed in the White House. Oh, that's weird, that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it was, I, I actually thought it was quite cool. I, 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 again, we both said we love a good mini final. Mm. It's really, really cool to see how people work together. Having the girls take charge is something I didn't clock, actually. Um, so that's a really good point. I enjoyed having that. It's nice to see how people perform individually in a what is kind of a pair season as well. 
Mm. Yeah, I've, I've always quite well set up. I quite like like the juxtaposition between the intensity of the girls running and trying to solve the mass puzzles and the boys just having banter in the volcano. <laughs> there was some quite good chat at the bottom. There's also some quite good chat actually when the girls got there at the top. Um, Fessy did make me laugh during that going, I'm the bee, are you there? No. I did, I did like the way that every time a girl came down to get one of the guys uh, and Fessy was like, how far is Amber B back? I don't think you'll be seeing her. <laughs> there was bits on... Um, okay, cool, I've paid Fessy a compliment. Now I can be rude. Um, there were bits <laughs> on... So I don't know if they edited this intentionally. There were bits where like everyone else's face was like, I can't wait to get away from you. It's just like, all I want to do is compete. All I want to do is that. Like, you've just dragged all your partners through the mud. Like... Work at getting the best out of your partners. Like, stop being so rude. Do you know what one of my favourite Fessy moments is? It's from last season, um, obviously, because it's only had two seasons. Um, and it's, you know, in the final where him and Kyle have to stand outside. Yeah. Kyle's just talking at him for about four hours. <laughs> His confessional there is quite funny. It's like, oh, my God, when will this guy shut up? <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, yeah, as far as this one goes... I it was good because you could see what pace these girls run at. You could see the consistency of that pace, but also you could see how good they were in pressure situations, how good they are at maths, which is not very. Um, I mean, this was simple, short multiplication. I did them in my head as soon as I saw the box. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that hard. Um... Are we done talking about Daly and want to talk about who impressed you? Because there's a real standout for who impressed us, surely. Well, I think what I will say is, I think, yeah, if we go on to that, I think what we've learned is quite obviously Cam is an unbelievable all-rounder, but that Nanny is a yeah. lot better than I... I'll, I'll hold my hands up. A lot better than I've given her credit for this uh, season. For sure, formal on-air apology for being a little bit rude. A little bit. <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree sorry, like, sorry, sorry Well, what, what's been the main criticisms of Nanny throughout like we've seen that she's got good endurance like that she, if you say do XYZ she's pretty good at doing XYZ till she finishes it mm. but this is where she had to take a lead by herself do a mental challenge and um, she did really really well yeah you know who didn't do well Oh, it's made me sad. It's so hard to watch. Amber B, because you know what the B stands for? Bad at maths. Come on, that was good. It was, but it just made me sad. It was so hard to watch. Just like, she seemed really flustered. She seemed like she couldn't do it. I I, I don't like watching that unless I hate the person and I don't hate Amber. (laughs) No, I really like Amber B. I think she's really lovely. And do you want to know what proves how lovely she is? Because do you know what I watched after I watched the challenge? Oh, but please tell me it involves the wonderful Devin Simone. It is. It's the challenge aftermath with the wonderful Devin Simone. And Corey and Cam said that after Corey had been freed by Cam and they were running back, they ran past the first checkpoint where Amber B still was trying to solve that um, multiplication. And Amber B looked up at them with puppy dog eyes and just went, you're doing a great job, guys. I think that just sums up what a lovely girl she is. Yeah, she is. And I think, is... as well, I think as well, what I do want to mention, because I didn't mention it last week, um, and it was also something that she said on last week's episode of The Aftermath with the wonderful Devon Simone, 
Um, she said that she was going through some mental health issues before she came on the show. Um, and she was in severe depression to the point that she couldn't get out of bed. And that actually being on the show helped her almost come out of it. But one of the things that she did say, and I think we need to give the producers a lot of credit for, was they gave her a therapist to see every single day. Oh, really? That's lovely. Um, which I think given there's been a lot in the UK on reality TV about how I think a lot of it's come out recently on X Factor, which is like our version of American Idol, that the contestants aren't treated properly and they're not given due care and attention and they're not having access to the right people and there's no aftercare. And the same with Love Island in the UK. There's been a few suicides from people that were on it. So to know the way that the challenge has handled mental health, especially this year when you know, people have gone through a lot with the lockdowns and things like that and the way that they handled Leo's exit. And then after what Amber said, the way that they handled her during the show, I just want to give MTV and Buna Murray a lot of credit for that. Yeah, definitely. I, I had no idea. That's a, that's a really, really cool story to come out of it, actually. It's a nice peek behind the curtain. Well, that's what you get on the Challenge Aftermath with the wonderful Devon Simone. She shame brings it, it out a, of them. She brings it, it out of them shame, with her wonderful uh, interviewing skills. Shame it wasn't a math tutor. <laughs> Oh God. Um, but yeah, I don't, so, I don't um, feel good. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> do you know who didn't do as well as I thought they'd do in this challenge, given that we only have one more person to talk to to talk about out of the girls? Uh Casey. But we've seen we've yeah. seen this before, right? I wasn't surprised. She struggled on a mass challenge in the final last season, didn't she? Yeah, she really did. And I think that's the and do you remember when they did the overnight challenge and we were just like Casey and Leroy have been smashing it. They've basically won, I think, at one point in the season, four out of the last five mm. dailies in a consecutive yeah. period. Um, but what's the one thing neither of them could do? They couldn't do the maths thing Cam had to tell them. And I think that's a... Um, that that was... Sorry, at this point, that is the only gap in their game as a mm. pair, isn't it? And it really... And it's now the hamstring Casey twice. Well, I think when you look at this challenge it has basically shown what we've all kind of known for the last 17 weeks which is cam is the strongest female yeah uh, you pitched it perfectly earlier she is an absolute all-rounder i don't know if she her, you know what her one weakness is actually go on eating there's yeah. the final reckoning one where they get purged, even though they have more plates they can eat because Cam can't finish. I think she has to finish six to beat Karma Marie at mm. Karma Maria and Marie. That's really hard to say. Um, but Go yeah, for she, Marie and Cara Maria, it's easier. Marie and that is significantly easier. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. And that's why you're the host. Um, we are the co hosts, George. We're the co hosts. Yeah, but we all know who's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> We all know who'd be running the game and who'd be the dumb instrument. Um, yeah, the that's instrument a, of destruction, though. Discuss that later. There's some people I don't think I could destroy in this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a. You're right. It's a that that is her only weakness from everything we've seen so far. I think. But, yeah, and I think, you know, one of the things that we said about Corey, and you mentioned it when he was with Tory that the hole in their game was puzzles. Well, his hole, his hole is now being filled by Cam. Um, that hole in his game is now not there because of the partnership that he has with Cam. Like yeah. you even saw when they completed the puzzle, she, he was like, 
you know, do you want me to go in? She was like, no, I've got it. And he stepped yeah. back, which, which is, is something exactly... CT didn't do when he was with Cam. Exactly how that should be run. So yeah, it's uh, they're a very, very good partnership, to be fair. They complement each other nicely. Also, or, Kyle's very good at running. Yeah, always be. Um, it, literally, it's it, he's. I, I think, coming from you and me, described him as a wind-up toy. I think that's a really, really yeah. good um, analogy for how Kyle behaves. I don't think it was either of us, if I'm honest. I think you've just come out with that now, and it's a wonderful analogy. Oh, fair enough. Well, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I probably now, stole it from someone smarter than me on Reddit, to be fair. <laughs> do you know who is very frustrated? And... You wouldn't expect him to mention it because I thought, you know, he'd keep it in, you know, to himself. Did you but... read did you read the episode description for this week? No. Oh my god, I have to get it up. Uh keep get keep going with your thing while I find it. Yeah, well, I, I thought, you know, he'd keep it in being an introvert and everything, but no, he's just yelling the whole time whilst he's in the cave. Why haven't I been allowed to compete? Why have I always had these partners that I can't compete? And it's like no offense, mate, but a partnership is about two people. Like we've talked yeah. about it a lot with Kyle. Every partnership he's been in, they've been brilliant together because he's that type of partner. Fessy's all about Fessy when it comes to a partnership. And that's why you haven't been able to compete. It's been nothing to do with the girls that you've been with because Amber B was brilliant with Darrell. Yeah, exactly. Because he there's a bit later on where she speaks about how Darrell treated her, which is he it's just not a good team player at all. Like, literally, and, he... And also, Anissa was great with Kyle. They won the challenge together, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I, I, there are certain things that people in Bessie's partnership can't do. Like, he, he's had weak partners for certain challenges, but you can't blame your entire season on that. Like, this game is in... Uh, Double Agents, more than anything else, is actually really in your control. If you're not happy with something and you're a big player, go and change it and stop whining. What I will say is Fessy can fully blame Amber B for this challenge. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, he can. Sorry to say, really can. <laughs> um, and the episode description? Um, an introverted player makes a big public announcement about their future as the final straw near. <laughs> Who could this introverted player be? I ask. We'll, dis- we'll discuss that when we get to it. <laughs> well, um, I love it at the end where you've got um, CT and three of the couples uh, standing there with TJ saying, you know, some of you did really well in this challenge. A couple of you didn't. And then suddenly you see um, Fessy and Amber come from over the hill to join them. Yeah, that was either glorious timing or fantastic editing. Either way, I'm taking that as a visual joke. That was really funny. <laughs> and um, TJ congratulates Corey and Cam, sends everyone back to headquarters to uh, deliberate and vote. And when they get back to the house, Corey's, he feels like they're peaking at the right time. And he basically says to Cam, look, number one plan, throw Kyle down. And Cam's fine with that because that protects Leroy. But what it does yeah. do is it then leads to a situation where the house vote is either... Leroy and Fessy and that then becomes the kind of story of the next half hour 40 minutes of the episode mm. and what a story it was I thought I was going to get more from you than hmm, nah, okay. you, you summed up you summed up really well <laughs> I had nothing else to add <laughs> well it, it does lead to a discussion it wasn't something that I thought about until I saw this scene which is Carl Fessy and Leroy discussing that Casey's now in a predicament because Her number one is Fessy, but her partner, who she's won five challenges with, 
is Leroy. So she's having to pick between the partnership that she has or the best friend that she has. It, that was really, really interesting, actually. And it was quite interesting to see Kyle and Fessy almost pair up in this scene and be a bit like, well, neither of us want to go in. The only other option is Leroy. We have to do something really creative if it's Leroy, don't we? And that was quite an interesting watch. It was similar to what you predicted at the end of last week, not in terms of how Kyle played it, but that there was a little bit of a power dynamic you could have played with in this one. Mm. And it was, oh, mate, it just, it, the, the, the best kind of drama in this game is the strategic game drama. And this was, we got about 30 minutes of it. We, I think, to be honest, the majority of the drama that we've had this season has been strategic game drama, which is mm. the perfect drama that we want, that we, well, at least you and me like to watch on the challenge. Yeah, definitely. Um, but do you know what else we like to watch, George? Do you know what we love to watch? Every single week. One, two, three. Club, Club night. night. We don't know until we get it through the edit. Yeah, also I'm pretty certain that, well, that was obviously our last chance. We really, really, I didn't got that one. <laughs> well, over at Club Night, Leroy tells Casey that he's proud of her, but he needs her vote. Um and Cam thinks Casey's a bit shady. Like, she's got this idea that this has been the plan all along with Fessy and Casey. What, what are your thoughts there? So, this was interesting to see, actually, because Fessy's stolen Casey before, but it didn't really work, and it didn't last long enough, really, to give us a good sample size. I don't know whether Cam is being overly paranoid here. I, that's what, sorry, that was my original thought. It's like, what's Casey done to make you think this? But there is that bit, like, I think in the first four, in the first four episodes, maybe it's in the fifth, where Casey and Leroy are discussing it and they both just say, we're not really playing together. We don't tell each other any secrets. And we've seen their partnership grow since then, but we've not seen them ever really discuss strategy outside of dailies, have we? No. And they've just, they've always had an obvious person to throw in. They've never really disagreed on it. And that's where I think Cam's coming from. And I do see her point. She's obviously so hell-bent on protecting Leroy. She's looking for any little bit of motivation from Casey's side. That would mean she doesn't fall in line, basically. Mm. Well, what's interesting is Casey's in that situation of she keeps Leroy out of elimination. Then, you know, she's got that chance of either being with Leroy or being with Kyle or Fessy in the final. But and if she puts Leroy in elimination, she kind of loses that chance to be partnered with Fessy in the final, if that makes sense. Because if Leroy goes in and wins, he'll automatically pick her. But if Fessy goes in and wins, then she'll get what she wants, which is a partnership with Fessy in the final. And she says that to Fessy. She says, look, you're confident against Kyle. You can beat him. So go in, beat him, pick me as a partner. We'll go and win the final. Yeah. Um, that That's where this pick comes up for Cam, wasn't it? Because it, it didn't mm. follow each other logically. Cam obviously didn't see this, but I actually didn't cock it. I thought Casey had just come around to being happy working with Leroy because they work together so, so well. And I don't know if Fessy's going to plug her math problem. Maths problem. No, Fessy's, Fessy's good at maths, remember, because... Um, Corey asked Fessy to help him with the map, him and Gabby with the maths. Oh, did he? I don't remember that bit. Fessy's actually really smart. I think he's got like a physics degree or a chemistry degree or something. Oh, fair. 
I might be wrong there, but I know he's got some kind of academic degree. It's a lot of achievements for an introvert. I know. Well, you know, he probably spent a lot of time in his room studying because he didn't want to go out and party with people because he's so introverted. That was so much better than my joke. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> after club night, Leroy is uh, is cutting CT's hair. I meant to say this to you a few weeks ago, that half the time I think people keep Leroy until the final kind of few weeks. So I think you have. Haircuts. I think you have said this to me. Yes, uh, yeah. I definitely it, thought it. Okay. Maybe we're just maybe we're just that in sync now. We'd be really good partners on the challenge. Um, seriously, come come get us. It'll be funny. Um, but yeah, I I just quite liked seeing that. I don't know why, but it just made me smile. It was quite a nice little normal moment between people who know each other fifteen years. Everyone has been through their own shitty hair version. Um, home cut. Well, a lot of people have been through their ho- own home haircut. This mullet I'm rocking at the moment makes it quite clear I haven't. But yeah, it's just nice to see. Just enjoyed it as a little fun throwaway scene. Um, well, it wasn't quite so throwaway because it led to the big blow up, which was Leroy basically calling out Fessy and Kyle and saying, you guys have been slagging off your partners the whole time. You don't want to run the final with them. And then Cam joins in and she says, look, you don't want to run the final with Nanny. You don't want to run the final with Amber B. Both of you are going to pick Casey if you win. So just go in, stop talking about it, stop disrespecting all the females and just go in, do what you have to do, and then pick Casey and be in control of your own destiny. And Kyle's there laughing, being like, oh, I love Nanny. And Fessy's like taking it really personally um, because he doesn't actually understand anything that isn't about him and isn't positive because he doesn't have a sense of humour. <laughs> there was a... Uh, he doesn't have self-awareness, according to friend of the show, Devin. Uh, there's a He's great... A cock, sh- that's what he is. <laughs> there is a great shot in this um, bit where, one, I loved seeing Cam do this, by the way. I thought it was awesome. It was just like, stop squabbling, you stupid little toddlers. But there's a bit where she sat down. Who are you going to tossers, by the way? That would have worked as well. <laughs> um, but there's a bit where she sat with like a glass of wine slightly curled round in the style that Cersei Lannister would hold it. She sat on like, oh, Game of Thrones reference. Um, but she sat, it looks like she's literally sitting on a throne while she is telling off her annoying subjects. And it's basically what has happened this entire season is she has been full Queen Cam for running the game. And now we actually just get this little like wonderful visual snapshot of it. And then watching her, I don't like hearing people badmouth each other when there's not that much reason behind it. And her putting them both in their place was very, very satisfying. But I think there was a bit of collateral from this, that obviously she was putting Kyle, but more so Fessy in his place. But what that actually ended up doing was it quite upset Amber B. Yeah. Because the B stands for bawling her eyes out because she's upset. Many name changes. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I, I I didn't like seeing this bit because it's kind of, it's, it was almost shot in a way, which is like classic high school movie where someone overhears someone bad mouthing them and she looked really upset. And she's obviously well, had the a pretty... op- overheard it in the open pan kitchen. Yes. <laughs> but she, but it was like, it was the shot of her by herself, like mm. visually alone, also in the game, kind of alone. And it just wasn't very nice to see, especially when you've just had her, she's probably a bit fragile after her daily performance. Like, yeah, I, I, I didn't enjoy, overly enjoy seeing that. Well, Cam has a conversation with her and, you know, 
Amber B says, and it goes back to what she said on the Challenge Aftermath with the wonderful Devin Simone last week, that she's just drained at this point. Um, and she does talk about Darrell and how Darrell was as a partner and like the respect and the confidence that he gave her. Um, and Fessy's not giving her that because Fessy only cares about Fessy. Yeah. Prick. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she does say, look, I've done a lot to, to prove myself. And, you know, Cam... Cam's main thing is she's just sick of the guys bad-mouthing the girls, but she does say that she's strategically having this conversation with Amber B because she wants Amber B to vote for Fessy to save Leroy because the B stands for burn a vote on Fessy. Do you think Amber deserves this? Because apart from the last daily, she's not really embarrassed herself. She was the only one who fought on the swinging balls challenge. I've got away with never saying that again. Exactly. She's did all right in the previous mini final, and I don't really remember. She did well with Kyle in the um, Gladiators Challenge. Like, I don't think she deserves this much disrespect. No, but do you know why she's getting disrespect? Because he's disrespected every single partner that he's had. Yeah, true. Like, if it wasn't her, I imagine that if he was paired with Cam, he'd disrespect Cam as well. I just oh, think let, like let him try. She would eviscerate him. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, I just think that's him. He's just yeah. that type of person. And um, you know, th- this leads to a conversation between Corey and Fessy. And Corey says, you know, look, you should throw yourself into elimination because you think you're confident running the final only with Casey. So put yourself in a position where you can choose her. Um and Corey says, you know, by convincing Fessy, he's doing Fessy a favour, he's doing Leroy a favour, and he's keeping Cam happy. Corey has low-key played this game amazingly. Not even low-key. It's almost like we've discussed it at least every other episode since about the midway point of the season. Like, he has played a glorious strategic game. He's also put his body through the least of anyone in the house, so he's in probably top shape to run this final. <laughs> TJ's final. TJ's final. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, hope, but, I hope the wonderful Devin Simone will forgive me. <laughs> but when I say like he's low key played it, not for us as a viewer, but yeah. in the house, people are probably like, oh, he's played it really badly because he's not, play- you know, he's lost six partners. He's been rogue agent half the time. But he put himself in a late elimination, ended up with Cam, finished the last challenge as the um, double agent. He's absolutely smashed it. If you were going to walk into this, it would be like an eliminate. It'd be like, hmm, what do I want? I don't really want a chance to lose a lot. I don't want to put my body through too much stress. I want an elimination that is definitely designed for me. I want to end up with the best partner at the end, and I want to be safe in the final elimination. Tick, tick, sorry, tick, 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 tick. Like, but you, you know why he wants that? Because he's doing it for his kids. Didn't mention that this season. Personal growth as well. No, I generally. He has actually become a good strategic player. I get your point about being low key. He's not done it by making big, big moves, and probably he's not like planned half the stuff that's happened. But it's just things have lined up for him, and sometimes that's what you need to win a season, isn't it? And the question is, will he win this season? Well, he's definitely going to get through this because he's he's a double agent. He won't be put into elimination, or will he, George? Because 
Leroy is still finding a way to make sure that he guarantees not getting an elimination. He tells CT and Nanny that he wants Fessy as the house vote, but they need four votes. Who's that fourth vote? Why I pet, it's only Kyle. Um, so Leroy basically says, if he tells Kyle to vote Fessy, he will tell Cam to throw herself in, which will save Kyle and lead to Corey versus Fessy. So Leroy explains this to Kyle and says, and I quote, I give you my word as man. He shakes Kyle's hand. And obviously Kyle doesn't trust CT, so he needs a handshake from him as well. That one really um, made me laugh. <laughs> and he can't believe he's managed to squeeze himself out of this. Did you think that this plan was actually a genuine plan or do you think it was just a let we need Kyle's vote plan? Because it seemed it, quite genuine. Yeah, it seemed genuine. And to be honest, I am the wrong person to ask here because I'm, let's be obvious, we are huge Kyle fans on this, on this show. And I was anything that would keep him out of elimination because I just didn't see him having a chance against Fessy and I thought it was going to be Fessy. Did you uh, get as giddy as I did when you saw this plan coming to fruition? Yeah. One, I loved it. It's, it's great string-pulling puppet master challenge play, which I really, really like watching. I want it to come off because it protects one of my, my favourite players still in the game. Mm. And... Corey versus Fessy would have been a fantastic matchup. And it would have and been retribution for um Nelson. For Nelson. Um now obviously Leroy has come up with this plan without speaking to uh to Cam. So <laughs> Leroy and Kyle basically explain the Cam and the, the Cam, the plan and the deal to Cam. One thing I didn't mention is one of my favorite things of um the daily was you know how they all had their own like GoPros on and Cam's Cam was called Cam's Cam? Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> um, anyway, really, really glad you remembered to bring that back in, actually. <laughs> they're explaining the plan and the deal to Cam. And Cam shakes Kyle's hand on it. She shakes. And she, my favourite bit is like, she says to Kyle, you better not be lying. And Kyle's like, well, you're going to see the votes. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> it's like, um, was that trying to be threatening? And Kyle's like, well, what's the point? <laughs> well, you know, so this plan is coming to fruition. So the idea is that they'll get those four votes onto Fessy to get Fessy voted into elimination. Um, but obviously they have to go through the pomp and circumstance and the ceremony that is the deliberation. Now, before we talk about the deliberation, I've actually written something down that I'd like to read to you. <laughs> I've really enjoyed doing this podcast with you today. We are now in the deliberation section. We are going to talk about who they are going to vote for. Anyway, so yes, um, Fessy's written a speech. Well done, sir. That is a that was fantastically delivered. Have you actually written that down, or did you have a scrunched up paper on your desk? You know what? I literally just opened my drawer and pulled out a. Uh, a receipt for when I last went abroad and it was my travel money for Amsterdam from about a year and a half ago. Well, a pleasant memory, which will now be a even more pleasant memory because that was brilliantly <laughs> delivered. You know, it wasn't brilliant, brilliantly delivered. Was it Fessy's speech? It almost like, I, okay, let, let's give credit where it's due. Everyone else reacting to this was gold. I, I, I wanted to like this because it seemed genuine and like him trying to put himself out there. But then I just had flashbacks to how rude he's been about every partner. And I was like, no, nah, you're done. And what made that better was every other housemate's um, reaction to this entire thing. 
Do you know what the reaction reminded me about? Of you remember in War of the Worlds one, where um, Kyle's in elimination and Paulie goes, "Oh, you know, forget the girls. Can I just go down and uh, go head to head with Kyle?" And TJ just goes, "No, no, you can't." And also, you know, Turbo when yeah, he does the his seven speech, minute speech, yeah. <laughs> That's what, but everyone just looks so bored while Fessy was reading this letter, which he's obviously, it was a page and a half. So he's obviously spent a bit of time on it. Reminded me, the way it was written as well was so, I don't know if this will translate to American audiences, but when you're a kid uh, in the UK, you write about what you did at the weekend. And there's a running joke, which is, I went to the seaside and I saw a dog and I spoke like this and this went on for ages. And oh my God, the story isn't compelling, but I would rather listen to one of these than Bessie's speeches. Um, Yeah, mate, not great. (laughs) Well, in his speech, he basically says that, Amber B, this has nothing to do with you. Uh, he'd be honoured to run a final with her, you lying bastard. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, lo- I love the bit where Leroy's like, okay, so you want to throw yourself in? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Leroy gives his version of the letter. I do not want to run a final with Amber B. I'm going to get everyone to vote me into elimination and then I'm going to hopefully win the elimination and then I'm going to dump Amber B's ass and I'm going to pick Casey so that I can run the final with the person that I want to run the final with. Yeah. That was basically how his speech should have been. <laughs> yeah, I would have... Oh, I just don't like the facade of being a nice guy. Like, lean into being the villain and do it better, or actually back up being nice with actions. I think that's... No, sorry, Devin still summed this up better. It's just his lack of self-awareness, which is infuriating. Yeah, he's... He's just... It's like he's tried to be a character this season, but he hasn't decided what character he wants to be. So you know who he's decided not to be? Not your bitch ass. Oh, I, so I sent you a, a text message. I was watching uh, Real Madrid-Liverpool um, on Tuesday night and Real Madrid had a player called Nacho. And every time he got the ball and the commentator went, Nacho, I'd scream at the TV, bitch ass! <laughs> uh, and I text you going, I can't stop thinking, Nacho, bitch ass. Uh, and you didn't reply, you absolute cock. And I was Sorry. upset. And do you know who else was upset? Amber B. Um, because she misses having Darrell as a partner. She knows Fessy's doing this to get Casey. And, you know, it's not nice. Um, And, yeah, he's a cock. Anyway, um, now they're all going to go into the chamber. They're all going to vote in Fessy. uh, And then Corey and Cam are going to see that on screen. So let's go into the chamber and hear what everyone said. The agents I'm compromising are Amber B and myself. This game, a lot of times, has been out of my control, but I can control my destiny tonight. I'm taking this game and putting it in my hands. The agents I'm going to compromise are Amber B and Dusty. I made a promise with Cam and Leroy, so hopefully they stick by that, and if they don't, I'm going against Fessy. Okay. Yes. I'm glad I'm here. First time in the chamber as a double agent. I'm not as stressed. You know, I get to sit back, kind of see where everyone else's head is at. <gasps> oh, I can't watch. Yes, I can. I don't know. 
Okay. He did it. I talked to him last night. He said he was going to be houseboat, so it looks like the house oh, listened okay. to him. Okay, let's see who voted. The, the entire house. house. He got what he wanted. Full sweep for Fessy. He's confident too. I mean, listen, my main thing was number one, I have nothing against Leroy. I feel like he's played a clean game with me, mm -hmm. and that's all that I ask. So yeah. I had no problem keeping him around um, yeah. and trying to protect him, you yeah. know? I'm just glad I get to keep you. I know. <laughs> At I know. the end of I'm the happy. day, I'm glad I get to I'm keep happy. you. We won. Yep. We're keeping Leroy safe. I know. Yep. You, you know. You that, you did what you had to do, like and I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, no like, problem. More than no you know. Corey is telling me how much work he put in to save my boyfriend. That just means everything to me. Corey is probably single-handedly the reason why Leroy is still in this game and not going into eliminations. And I think Leroy's paranoia really got to him, which is why he made that deal with Kyle. It's gonna be hard throwing in Corey. Let's go back into the headquarters. Let's go. We got our game plan, and uh, we're not going down to the crater tonight. So our compromised agents are Fessy and Amber B, and they were voted by everyone, including Fessy. What did you think of those votes after that rousing speech? Well, one, I've got my questions about the, your use of the word rousing. I said um, rousing, not a rousing. Oh, right. Still, still have my questions. Um, not, not really surprising. This stage of the game, someone offers to throw themselves in. You're going to do it. I thought it was... I still don't think this wouldn't have happened without Corey's conversation to Fessy, I don't think. So good bit of credit there. But yeah, there's not an overwhelming um, amount to discuss about the vote. There is quite a lot to discuss about what happens in the chamber, though. Lead it for me, George. So this, I can't tell here. I was trying to look at this objectively. If Corey had an idea, he was in trouble. Because how he plays this is perfect. He... Explains to Cam he's got no problem protecting Leroy. He's just glad he gets the keeper. Sweet. Playing up their partnership. Very wise. Corey tells Cam uh, that he convinced um, Fessy to throw himself in. Mm. And you can see on Cam's face throughout, this is working as well, can't you? And I I was trying to work out, Do you, Corey seems like quite a genuine person. Do you think this was him just being nice? Or do you think he had an inkling that there was something happening and he had to get ahead of it and pull on Cam's heartstrings? She did look really guilty in this yeah. whole thing. Um, I don't know why he'd have an inkling, because I can't think who'd have told him. Uh, no. You know who could have told him? Okay, who is the person exactly? <laughs> who is the person that has nothing to gain but nothing to lose in this four-person deal? Yeah, and who is the person that's just absolutely loved screwing with Kyle all season? It could be. It could have been CT. Um, I do think they would have shown that though. And no, unless it was like a little side. Careful, mate. Well, they managed to do it off camera. Yeah, fair, good point. This is when I started to get really nervous for Kyle. I'm me too. It was actually something I had throughout the daily. I was like, when Nanny finished the puzzle second, I was like, come on, please, Kyle and Nanny, please do it. It'd be so good. But no. Well, it was also the fact that Corey had almost like, he told Cam, look, I sat down with Fessy last night and I convinced him to do this. 
Um, and but this then leads to Kyle because Kyle's now in a situation where originally he was the swing oh, vote. Sorry, there was a really good right. point. There was another really you. good point from Lee, um, from Corey though, which is that he has no problem with Leroy. He's played a straight up game with me so far, ahead of one of the like just after one of the dirtiest uh, bits of play on the entire in throughout the entire game's history. And it would have been a dirty move, and it would have led to a huge vendetta. I think. Well, it wouldn't because Leroy's not coming back. No, but I'm just saying, I'm trying to get all those titles in. I know you are, buddy. Um, but yeah, no, like, um, but this then, so Kyle obviously thinks, hold on a second, I was meant to be the swing vote here and that was my, that was what I brought to the party, but now everyone's voted for him. Are they going to hold up their side of the deal? And he says to Cameron Leroy, look, I kept up my end of the deal. I'd appreciate you keeping your end of the deal. And Leroy is now kind of not sure because he's heard from Cam how much Corey did to save and protect him. Whereas actually Kyle didn't do anything to save and protect him because they already had all the votes. And he was primarily protecting himself. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Corey kind of could have just gone, cool, I'm Dudley Agent. Everyone have fun. But but no. But no. No. but... But Kyle does say to Nanny, look, I need to get myself prepared. But Nanny's like, well, why wouldn't they follow through on the plan? Yeah. So the waters are getting very muddy here. Very muddy indeed. Uh, But yes, you're completely right. Fessy Fessy doing this has completely taken away Carl's leverage. Do you find that it's actually hard to discuss this bit knowing what's actually going to (laughs) happen? Because, like, when I was watching it and I was like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, I was like, I could easily discuss this with you. But knowing actually that they do go back on the deal, I'm kind of like, it's hard to actually discuss it because well, they've just th- gone back on the deal. There's not an overwhelming amount to discuss now. We know what happened, I suppose, with this. And also, I think for the other side of this, we're both sad. So sad. I've not been this sad since last week when Big T got eliminated. I know. No, no, Brits, f- no Brits left. How many Brits did we have to begin with? Was it just three? Liv. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Liv. Kyle. Who's the other one? Gabby. Oh, yeah. Was Kyle the only male Brit? Must have been. Oh, speaking of, by the way, I saw a thing from Rogan where he was asked on um, Instagram Live, would you go back to the challenge? He said, no, I've done three seasons. I've done all I need to do. Rogan would have been a good addition to this season. I actually think he's a valuable player in the challenge. So, yeah, so Kyle's plan has basically been scuppered here. And Fessy does a confession. He basically says, look, I will do whatever it takes to win. Um, And when he says this, the lights flash green and the elimination alarm goes off and the agents head to the crater. Now, we have got no rogue agent redditor this week, George. So you and me are going to skip down to the crater hand in hand and find out exactly who will be facing off against Fessy and Amber B. All right, agents, welcome back to the crater. A secret vote was held at headquarters. Now it's time to declassify that information and see which agents have been compromised. Amber B and Fessy, come on down. You've been compromised. All right, Corey and Cam are double agents at the perfect time. Corey, who do you want to vote for and why? 
Obviously, there's not a lot of teams left. I'll keep it short and simple. Tonight, the team that I choose is Kyle and Nani. Now all Cam has to do is stick by her plan and walk down there and make sure Corey and Fessy go against each other. Cam, I am going to vote Kyle and Nani because I'm not throwing my boyfriend down there. Leroy and I were definitely feeling a bit of guilt for even possibly compromising or jeopardizing Corey's game. There's no way I feel comfortable blindsiding my own partner, Corey, knowing that he just saved my boyfriend. Kyle is getting blindsided, not Corey. All right, Kyle and Nani, you've been compromised. Come on down. I should have known. This game has completely twisted Cam. I thought she was my friend. I thought she was my teammate. And she's just stabbed me in the back. All right, so Kyle, Nani, how you feel? It's hard in here when people you thought were your friends become enemies and you realize that you were just used. Leroy and Cam let me down. He told me to vote for Fessy, and I just got played. I got played, and I'm here now. So let's dance. Alrighty. Right. All right. Yep. Tonight is a men's elimination, so Amber, Nani, step aside. So, first of all, it's like deja vu. I feel like I'm saying the same thing every week. There's no <laughs> hiding this elimination again for the fourth time this season, uh, but we'll get a bit more into that in a second. But what do you think about Cam going back on the deal and sending Carl into elimination? I think I was hoping against hope that she wouldn't have just because I want Carl to stay in. Um, and I did want a decent hall brawl matchup because, let's be honest, Nelson and Fessy was all right, but it was kind of soured by how Fessy played a bit dirty. Mm. Um, the two girls' ones weren't great, and but Fessy versus anyone else in the house above, other than Kyle would have been a pretty good one, uh, just because Kyle's quite slight. And I think it was basically... I was praying they would stick to the deal because it would have protected my favourite player and we would have got a really, really good hall brawl. And then I got really annoyed because I was thinking, damn it, Nanny, if you'd picked CT last week, we would have got CT versus Fessy in a hall brawl, I which I really wanted. So, yeah, I, my problem again, well. I'm annoyed with Nanny again. <laughs> and that's, oh, wait, that's the thing, job. like, all the things you've said about Nanny this season, I've been so complimentary of her every <laughs> single episode. Um, but Kyle feels pretty let down by Leroy and Cam. And I think what makes it harder is... Him and Cam for, I would say, what, 60% of this game were a partnership that worked really well together? Yeah. Absolutely, so you... they were. And I actually didn't even consider that when it was being done. I wonder if there was any lingering um, loyalty from that, but clearly not. No. And, you know, as we said, as expected, it's a men's elimination and it is Hall Brawl. Um, so, just for format reasons, let's recap the rules with TJ. All right, so Fessy, Kyle... You know the name of the game, Hall Brawl. To begin, you're just going to start on either side of that hallway facing your opponent. When I say go, you will run through your opponent and hit the button at the end. And guys, keep it safe, all right? Keep it clean. First one to tag that button three times, best of five. We'll win tonight's elimination round, stay in the game. So this is time. Make it happen. I'll be honest, um, as soon as I saw this was Hall Brawl, Fessy versus Kyle, I didn't hold much hope. I was trying to go back through every scenario I could ever think of where Kyle wins this. And 
he did he did win a round against Theo. Theo's as slightly taller than Fessy and probably a little bit faster, but is probably, probably a little bit faster. He's definitely a little bit faster. He's sorry, a sprinter. Definitely faster. But he's probably losing about 20, maybe more kg to um, Fessy in a way off. Uh, Fessy is good with contact. His technique wasn't great on the last one. So I was like, okay, could Kyle get low here? But Kyle just doesn't have the weight to really challenge him. So I was... I was scared, nervous, sad, anxious. Use any adjective you want in the build-up to this one. There was one thing that I was holding out hope for, which obviously didn't happen, was would they have... I thought, as soon as I saw Hall Brawl, I thought there was going to be a twist because I thought that the one Hall Brawl that everyone's wanted to see this season is Fessy and CT. And I was hoping that they'd have said to the double agents do you want to pick uh like tj would have gone it's a guy's day so you can pick between leroy kyle or you can throw in the rogue agent yeah that's what i was hoping it would have been too much production interference for that but that one did pop into my head as well but i think that was more that wasn't even saving carl that's just because i want to see these two fight have you watched the 2014 godzilla no uh, there's a there's a scene in that where basically they're trying to sort out how um, they're going to deal with this massive monster and Godzilla at the same time, and this like wise older Japanese boat just goes let them fight, and that would have all oh, that would have been going through my head as they squared up. Just just let them fight. Yeah, and um, you know Kyle decided to fight. My my only other hope was that Fessy would get DQ'd, and I know that's really reaching. I thought that would be an option. Because there was like 13 minutes left when they were starting the Hall Brawl, and that's 13 non-advert minutes as well. And, T- and TJ specifically calls it out, play it fair. I was like, ooh, is that only yeah. in? Because then, yeah, I, I, I was literally clutching at straws throughout this entire sodding thing. And he think, made though. a th- big thing about five rounds, and I was like, okay, well, hold on, there's 13 minutes, five rounds, potentially. I have a question. Why the hell are there three buttons on each side? Maybe they can't be asked to reset them. Fair enough. Um, but yes, yeah, so the round one starts. <laughs> Jesus, Fessy comes out of the blocks like a steam train. Kyle almost second guesses, am I going low? Am I going high? No, I'm going low. Oh my God, he's about to kill me. Fessy has already got about three quarters of the way through the hall before yeah. he hits Kyle. And then essentially Kyle's almost attached to Fessy as Fessy's coming out. Um, and... You know, I'm not going to say that Fessy dominated him in that one because Carl went for it. But as Corey is, you know, shouting to cheer on for Fessy um, and they're resetting for the second hall brawl, um, you know, Carl puts his hand up and says, you know, calm down, calm down. And as the adrenaline goes from that first hall brawl, he looks at his hand and his finger is fucked. <sighs> You don't want to use the word dominate. That was domination. Like he got Kyle. You're right. He second guessed himself. Kyle did not play this right um, because he didn't even seem to be moving that quick going into the hall brawl. And it's like you can't give someone that much bigger than you that much of a momentum advantage as well. You can't give them that weaker body position. Mm. It was he just got trucked, mate. It was worse than Tory trucking uh, trucking Jenny. I did think or, though, or like Jenny destroying D. 
you can't talk about her because of legal reasons. You must, you must not be named, sorry. Um, but I did think, like, with it being five rounds, was Carl just using the first one as a learning experience? But, yeah, as I said, he, he puts his hand up to just kind of calm Corey down a bit. His finger is completely fucked. Like, the top yeah. of his finger is bent. And I think at that point, the adrenaline's gone. And also because he's visibly seen it. Because you see me, like, whips off the helmet. He's like, I've broken my finger. My finger's broken. But then that realisation of the medics coming in and he's like, well, no, 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 I can continue. I can absolutely go again. I can 100% go again. But at that point, it's fate sealed. The moment the medics come in and you can tell it's a visual injury. Did, did, they, did he dislocate it twice? Because there's two resetting scenes. And like, that is a really, really bad like finger injury. <laughs> Well, I think it was dislocated and broken. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they were trying to set it and then pop it in, weren't they? And I know like some people will go, oh, it's just a finger. I've broken both thumbs and three fingers. And like, you know when you break your finger. Like 100% you know, and it is fucking painful. Um, And, you know, you see everyone on the balcony wincing and... I think CT at one point goes, yeah, that's not right. Yeah. Ben laughs. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that confessional was quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, no, it's also, I've not ever broken my fingers. I've dislocated my shoulders, shoulder a lot, mm. though. Um, getting relocated, mate, is really, really painful. Mm. And <laughs> I think the thing is, if it was just his finger was dislocated, once it's relocated it's painful, but then it, it kind of, the pain goes and it's back to normal. I think they tried to relo- I don't even think it was dislocated. I think it was broken. They thought it was dislocated. They tried to relocate it and it's they no. made it worse because that's what it looked like given that they were trying to do it twice. And you, you saw as soon as there was like five medics in, you knew what, t- what TJ was going to do. And he, you know, where, that moment where they go, does that hurt? And Carl's screaming. Um, I'm sorry. I love it just because, like, does it hurt when I do this? Yes! Ow! <laughs> um, Get off! Are you actually a fucking doctor? <laughs> How are you, pet? Um, <laughs> but then there's that moment where TJ just goes, Carl, you can't continue. You're eliminated. And I think the realisation sets in and Carl's just in absolute tears. And yeah. It's almost like he's completely forgotten about the pain in his finger then. And it's just the pain of he was that close to the final. Uh, I'm sad, buddy. I wish really like you put some sad music on. I wish you have a moment of silence. No, it's a podcast. It's all audio. It doesn't uh, work. I, I could just cry for half an hour. I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I've been doing since I watched the episode. Oh, my God. And you watched it this morning. You must be really dehydrated. I know it's just, um, it's, it is it's really sad because like there was a bit of an underdog story I think about Carl this season in that he's constantly had his back up against the wall and he's had so many instances where if a promise that someone had made him had gone his way the game yeah. would have flipped every single time and I think he's had five or six of those mainly CT fucking him over but it's it's odd because he there's a moment where he's like, um, 
I'm crying because my heart's broken because I've let everyone down. Well, I haven't let everyone down. I've let me down because no one up there actually likes me. And I think, I think everyone fucking loves Kyle, but he's just on the wrong end of the alliances because he, let's be honest, he is a bit of a shady game player. Yeah. I mean, Nanny sums up there. Everyone up here loves you. I will give one slightly different thing though. When Kyle gets eliminated, no one, maybe Devin, uh, no one gets eliminated like Kyle and it's always comedic gold. Mm. Um, So like War of the Worlds won when he gets eliminated, he goes, um, oh, I love you all. I miss you. Except you, Paulie, you suck. Um, This one is like, I think he walks off and just tells everyone he hates them. Yeah. And then he's (laughs) Um, like, fuck you, Fessy. Yeah, that's it. Um, I I will give, we've been very mean about Fessy. Correct. Yeah. he he's not he's he's good to Kyle after this like mm. hugs him your warrior that kind of thing. This was the most dominant um, thing I've seen Vessi do. Like he should have won like this. This is how he should have beaten Nelson. Mm. It also made me respect Nelson more. Like yeah. Nelson did amazingly because he's a lot shorter than Kyle. Um, mm. Is it obvious I'm doing anything to talk about this elimination? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't think it's about the actual physical elimination now. I think it's about just Kyle. Um, And just, I think, you know, they say talk about the good times and there's been a lot of good times with Kyle this season. Um, Mainly every time he talks, um, his relationships with his partners. Every time he's on screen. He's just such a lovely man. His Borat, um, his Borat quote, when he wins, his wanting to throw everyone else in, his constant desire to shake the game up, the fact he was our narrator for the first couple of episodes, basically. Any season is improved on when Kyle's there. And thank you for everything, mate. I hope your finger feels better. <laughs> and well, Interestingly, b- before you go on, speaking of the finger, so um, I don't know if you know this, but I watched a challenge aftermath with the wonderful Devin Simone and she asked Kyle how his finger was and he held it up and it's still bent. Yeah. Is it still bent that badly? Not as badly, but it's never, ever going to be fully straight again. I think one thing that I will say, because I remember Kyle from Geordie Shore, and he's actually said this in interviews quite a lot. I remember when he was on Geordie Shore, he was he was very much slightly on the outskirts of the boys. Like, he was sure. never, like, of the core group of boys. Like, they all got on with him, but he was always the one that they blamed for things and things like that. Um and he said many times, like, Geordie Shaw, he just never felt part of it. And that the challenge, he just feels like it's his, it's his home. And he says that. Yeah. He says, look, you know, I love the challenge. I'll be back. This is my home. I love competing. Um, and I just love that moment where he's like, I've got so many stories from this. And that's what it's all about, having stories to tell the grandkids. But when I do tell them, I will tell them that all of my fingers were broken. <laughs> There's only one way to sum this up. Tonight's me night, Kyle. Thank you. But I'm sure we will see you again soon. 100%. Um, and I think, you know, TJ says that. He says, Kyle, you prove yourself over and over again, which TJ says every time Kyle's eliminated, which actually isn't that much. It's either by Theo or it's in a final. Um, or, or it's, it's a, by Natalie a, and a hamster wheel. But, or um, it's a shit show final reckoning is what I was going to say. Exactly. But no, he does say, you know, you prove yourself over and over again, especially when your backs up against the wall. Um, he doesn't say we'll see you again, but let's be honest, Carl's going to be back. Generally, 
there's been some very interesting discussions about like who's taking over as the face of the challenge because CT Wes and Bananas can't keep going and they haven't managed to bring in people that charismatic in the new ways. I think Kyle's a bit weird because he's like a very, very good supporting player. I don't know if he's got it to carry a season as like a storyline. He's had aspects of it this year, but I think he's so much better when he's like, not that he's like in the main storylines, but able to commentate from the sidelines mainly. I don't, but I, I could see him carrying a season. I think Devon would be the one to carry the seasons next, to be honest. But uh, my question about Kyle returning, because we all know that things have changed in his life in a very positive way. Uh, his girlfriend is pregnant. Big congratulations. So I agree with Wes's terminology. He's baby trapped someone who's way more attractive than him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, no, but he, you know, she, she's pregnant, which means this isn't a spoiler. From what I've read, they are going into quarantine for the next season very soon, which means that I assume if he's on it, and he gets near the end, he's going to be there up until she's about eight months pregnant. I don't even know if he's going to quarantine. I don't know if he's on the next season, but the next season may be one that he has to miss because mm. if she, if his girlfriend goes into labor a month early, you know, the baby's premature or something like that. And he's over there with the whole situation with international travel, he'll have to quarantine when he gets back and it could cause yeah. a few issues. Then you think, is he going to go on the show when the baby is a baby young yeah i think potentially we may not see carl for a couple of seasons cool that means they can title the next one the return of kyle that's what the theme should be when he's back just the challenge kyle (laughs) if you don't speak in a geordie accent you're immediately put up for elimination how ear pet (laughs) um but no i think I think Carl will be back. There's no way he oh, won't. Yeah. But I do think he might have one or two seasons off. If he doesn't, if he does the next season, I think he'll have the following season off. Yeah. Or he'll have the next two seasons off. I agree. Um, but let's be honest, we are two of the biggest Carl fans uh, on the show. So, Carl, if you're listening, um, God, you I really everything. hope you're listening. <laughs> thank you for everything this season. Thank you for everything over the past you know, five, six seasons. Um, I remember Marie saying um, in a pre-interview before Vendettas came out, when they said, what do you think of the new additions to the cast? And she said, I think Carl could be the next face of the challenge. And I remember, because yeah. I'd remembered Carl from Geordie Shaw, I was like, really? And do you know what, Marie, unlike what I say on this podcast, that comment has aged very, very well. Yeah. Because you're one about him not going into getting thrown into elimination was in my head this entire episode. I was just like, oh, Levi said it'll be fine. Screw you, Levi. <laughs> um, any, any any last words for Kyle? Let's go for a beer. It'll really help your finger. And um, can, can, last... can I be can I be godfather to the kid? Does <laughs> well, your last... girlfriend have any sisters? I have many words for Kyle. <laughs> well, I think I think uh, I think my last words for Kyle are Kyle Christie. I love you. Um, so Fessy has now won two hall brawls and he has a huge decision to make and he actually has to tell everyone the decision he can't just keep it to himself like introverts do is he going to stay with Amber B Um, is he going to pair up with Nanny 
Or is he going to steal Casey from Leroy? Well, let's head down to the crater and find out. Bessie, congratulations. You win tonight's elimination round. You keep your skull. Now you have a very important decision to make. Are you going to stay with your partner, Amber? Or are you going to take Kyle's partner, Nani? Or are you going to infiltrate and steal Leroy's partner, Casey? Uh, Amber B has definitely earned her stripes. Uh, you're rookie of the year in my book. But uh, Casey, get your badass self down here. Let's go uh, give this final a shot. Let's get it, baby. Sorry, Leroy, it's been a good run. We are now separated. I guess it worked out. I really did enjoy being partners with Leroy. I feel like I made the right decision. I took the risk, took matters into my own hands, got what I wanted, and I could see the look on everybody else's faces. They're looking at me and Casey like we're the favorites to win. I guess they both got what they wanted, and to be honest, they deserve each other. Fessy, Casey, you are a team. Now we have to get teammates for Amber B and Nani. So, Leroy, since your partner was stolen, which one of these agents would you like to have on your team? Nani or Amber? TJ, I've been rocking with this girl for 10 years since my real world Las Vegas and watched her mature into the beautiful woman she is today. I couldn't be happier than choose Nani today as my partner. All right, so come on down then. Let's go. Me too. Let's do this. CT, you're with Amber V. Come on down. I'm over here, partner. So CT and I have not been partners, and the first time we're partners, I don't know what to expect, but one thing this guy does not know, he's going to have to keep up with me, because I am not stopping. So it's Fessy and Casey, Leroy and Nani, and Amber V and CT. So now all of my agents have partners. Everyone has a gold skull. Everyone deserves to be here. You ready for the final? Yes, let's go! Come on! Come on, say it, TJ! I didn't say it. Let's go. Surprise, surprise, Fessy chose Casey. Your thoughts? I'm shocked. I'm so shocked. <laughs> really? Who not got the fact when I'm being sarcastic yet? Not on that time. It didn't translate well over Zoom. Ah, fair enough. Um, no, this was obvious. This has been signposted for a while. Um, at least he did it with more class than CT. That's the only thing I can say here. But I don't think there's anything to chat about this. This was always on the cards, right? It does leave some interesting pairs. Well, it's interesting, actually, because I think if that was their plan from the beginning, Fessy and Casey, they okay, have... Well. We've, we've talked about um, Cam and Leroy playing a good game. If Fessy and Casey's plan was divide and conquer and then reunite all the way through, fair play. Well done. Yeah. You know, we say a lot about the Big Brother Alliance, but if that was your plan, fair play. And you got rid of Josh as collateral. Yeah. Um, but yeah. what this... What, what, what this does this do... That's made me laugh so much. <laughs> what this does do is it left Leroy with a decision to make. So he had to pick between Amber B or Nanny. And uh, we heard it. Leroy couldn't be happier to choose Nanny as his partner, leaving our final pair of CT and Amber B, who have not said two words to each other this whole season. But 
what we've learned about Amber B is that she works very well with the vets and with someone that will give her direction. Direction and encouragement. That's the one drawback I can see. Darrell is one of the most patient people we've had on the challenge. He's just a lovely bloke, it seems. CT still has that hothead, and it's come out a few times this season. The thing is, CT can do everything you need in a final. Amber does well when she can. She's got the cardio to keep up. So I, it, she won't be an anchor to CT, which is interesting. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned the final because... He's teased them in the last few eliminations, but they are all in TJ's final. Good for them. Were you surprised by this? I would have been really shocked if it was like, and you're nearly there, but this was, this was always the final one, wasn't it? Well, what I was hoping was he would say, you're all in the final, except for you, Fessy, not your bitch ass. You're disqualified for breaking someone's finger. So we're bringing back friend of the show, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously that didn't happen. So yeah, if we're being serious, um, yeah, I fully expected this to be the last episode before the final. Um, I know I've talked a lot about, I only want three couples in the final, but four is better than five. Yeah, definitely. I don't mind um, four, actually. What did you think of this episode? There was a lot in this one, wasn't there? Like yeah. so, some of the ninety, some of the ninety minute ones, I feel like not overly well paced. This was very well paced. There was no down moment. Okay, there was one massive down moment, but I'm not discussing it again because I'm sad. Um, but yeah, it, it had a little bit of everything. The, the daily was, if anything, maybe average, but I I still enjoyed aspects of it. So much time spent on game drama. Wonderful. I've really really enjoyed that. The only thing that would have made this episode better is if Nanny had picked CT in the last one and we had got a... There's only really... Okay, throughout the season, what eliminations stick in your head as the entertaining matchups that you'll always discuss? So I'm talking like Jordan and Marlon versus Ty and Leroy kind of level of good contest or Kyle versus Theo I put in there or... Um, to fair, quite a lot of the world, War of the Worlds 2 ones, really, as well, actually. If I'm being honest, only one elimination this season will stick in my head. Is it the Josh and Michi one for how funny it was? No, it's um, Leroy J. Yeah, fair enough. Just It was actually really, really impressive, and they both put in quite a good performance. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Like, if I'm being honest, I genuinely don't remember how CT got, got his gold skull. Uh, the double with um, the the flying puzzle Tinkerbell. Oh, uh, yeah. I yeah. I think, if I'm honest, I think this whole repeat eliminations, it was novel at the beginning when it was supersizing, but the fact they've done four hall rules, like, yeah. come off it. You know, it was a bit lazy. But, you know, that side now of the challenge is in the past. And we've talked about this a lot. There's There's four ways to win the challenge. You need to be good at challenges you need to be good at eliminations you need to be good at politics and strategy to get yourself to the final there are eight people that have proved that yeah and they are now in the final and they need to prove to win the challenge that they can do the fourth thing and that is run a final and let's go through the pairings and let's kind of break down their chances so let's start with our double agents from the final um episode which i do wonder if they'll then get like um, some kind of advantage in the final or they'll get to pick an order or something like that who knows but Cam and Corey possible favorites. winners 
yeah, favourites. I think I think relatively strong favourites. Unless there's an eating portion, <laughs> then I think they're in trouble. Uh, so we then go on to Nanny and Leroy. This will be interesting because mm. they're both above average players. They've got similar... Uh, Nanny can do maths, I suppose. They'll struggle. I, I think they'll struggle with puzzles. Um, I don't know. I think they'll do well. I think they'll definitely finish. They could come last, though. Really? Do you not think there's something lovely and poetic about the fact that Leroy's final season, he's running the final with Nanny? That's a really good point. He also, when he picked her, we didn't actually discuss this, did we? I've been, I've known this girl for 10 years. I've watched her grow up yeah. into this. Yeah, that was really nice as a moment. Um, yeah, they'll work well together. I just think they've both got quite obvious gaps in their games. Okay, that's interesting. Casey and Fessy? I think puzzles are going to be their downfall. We don't know that. We know Fessy I mean, can cover the maths. Or we yeah, should but, do based on what we're doing. Yeah, degree. but if it's like a puzzle puzzle, it's we know, a maths puzzle. But we know, when have we ever seen Fessy struggle with a puzzle? Also, if there's snow, the two of them are fucked. <laughs> based on last <laughs> year. Yeah, they're in Iceland. It's a bit of snow. Not much, though. Greenland has a lot of snow. Um, which is weird because Iceland is quite green yeah they landed when they were discovered they landed on the wrong bits and they named it on the first bit they landed on then went around and was like oh shit oh, lazy explorers lazy bastards they are really lazy um, uh, I, I, I can see these guys doing really really well okay and then our final couple Amber B the B standing for bring on the final and CT this is the wild cards for me this is a wild card. I, I stand by what I said earlier. Amber B won't slow him down and CT can do everything else. If CT's cardio is good enough, this is a genuine threat. I mean, I don't know how to rank this. I, I think Cam and Corey... Oh my God, this is so hard. Okay, are we, are we going to do this and back the order well, we think they're finished? First of all, before we do that, do we definitely think it's a pair's final? That's a really good point. I think the fact that they did switching up a partner probably means it is. Yes. Good I point. think he'd have told... I The only thing that I think is possible, because in the preview clip, and this is not a spoiler because they put it on at the end of the episode, TJ did say, um, you won't all run the second day of the final. So my only possible thought is they eliminate one or two pairs after the first day of the final, and then they turn it into a solo final for the last uh, day, interesting. and then it's one last man, one woman. For, for me, sorry, no, go ahead. Who do, you, who do you think? Give me your four, three, two, one, starting fourth place. I mean, you've heard my thoughts, but I haven't yours, heard yours. Okay, fourth, Nanny and Leroy. Third. I don't know if I'm jaded here. Casey and Fessy. Second. Now, I can't decide between these two. It depends how... This is with a massive caveat of Amber B and CT being able to work together. If there's eating, and it's a big portion, CT and Amber (laughs) might win, which makes Amber B's rookie season weird, because on paper, it's by far the best rookie season ever. Hmm. Two Horborough wins, a a daily win, and then a final win. If she doesn't... (sighs) Here's the question. If she... 
if she doesn't win it and she comes second, whose rookie season was better, hers or Svetlana? Because Svetlana was back against the wall the whole season. Yeah, Svetlana's. I'd probably go Svetlana's. Although it's a hard game. Yeah. I prayed that Svitsy was going to win. That's what they called her. I've forgotten that bit. Don't shout at me. Um, <laughs> I'm very fragile. Carl got eliminated. There, his finger. Hope he can pick up his baby. Ah, damn it. <laughs> um, oh, this is so hard. Okay, I think Cam and Corey are the favourites. I think CT and Amber B will be second um, unless Amber B holds him back and they don't work well together. And let, we don't know how that dynamic will work. If there's a really long eating portion... Cam and Corey are fucked and they'll come third and CT and Amber B will win. Interesting. How about you? Okay, do you know who I want to win? Which is weird because I've made comments all season about both of them and how entitled they are and how I don't want them to win. I want Leroy and Nanny to win. Oh, good. I thought you were going to say Casey and Fessy and that would be one hell of a left turn. But the reason I want Leroy and Nanny to win is because I think it will be the perfect ending for Leroy to go out with the girl that he came into MTV with. Yeah. Do you know why I didn't say who I want to win here? Because you them all. Not not even that. There's no one here I really feel an exceptionally strong affinity with to win. I I feel a bit blasé about this final now. Um, the most, the final I've been most invested in is the War of the Worlds ones because War of the Worlds uh, two, the edit helped with this, but like I hated Team USA and I yeah. really wanted UK to win. War of the Worlds one was so hard; it was just fascinating to watch who would win. Here, I don't really care who wins this. I just hope it's a good show. Last season, I was quite invested in wanting Jenny and Carl to win. Uh, good point. Um, so this is my order. I think we will have at least one Big Brother winner. And I think the order is going to go Nanny and Leroy fourth, Cam and Corey third, Amber B and CT second, um, and Casey and Fessy, I think, are going to win it. Interesting. And Why Cam and Corey third? Because I think there's going to be an eating portion and I think they're going to struggle. But having said that, actually, do you remember Fessy trying to eat balls? He was throwing it, though. It wasn't a very good oh, line. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing point. of it. It might be terrible. There's a few. There's still a few unknowns around a lot of these because a fair few of them are still in very early seasons. Yeah. What we do know is we're going to have at least one brand new champion and it's going to be a female. Agreed. Yeah. And um, as Anissa said, first woman of colour to win. That'd be cool. Um, it, it wouldn't be the first woman of colour to win, surely. Apparently. No, surely in those team... Fo- as Coral's not... Coral's won, surely. Oh, yeah. What did Anissa say? Oh, she wants a woman of colour to win. Yeah. Not that they'll be the first. That was it. Sorry, misread that one. Um, yeah, it's a... There's so many variables in this uh, which could completely rip up my order. Um, mm. It's interesting we both went Nanny and Leroy last. Do you agree it's because they've both got get- gaps in their game? And they don't complement each other. I think... I don't know about Leroy's back, is what I'll say. Oh, uh, yeah. What about Corey's and ACL? Well, that's another reason they're down in third for me. What I'll uh, also say as well about Nanny 
when she did the kind of girls mini final today she's brilliant for the first five miles the second five miles uh interesting yes. yeah um, i mean there wasn't much of a benchmark though none of them looked overly quick on the second five what i'll say really- about this final is whilst like you i'm not overly invested in any of them winning i'm intrigued by the fact that i can't call it yes the competition might make this a very very good final that's a good point like last season let's be honest you could 100% call Jenny winning for the girls oh yeah wasn't even a challenge given Ah, that challenge (laughs) given that Melissa was pregnant Bailey was looking for any way to get out and Casey's good but she's not Jenny she's not Jenny yeah um then boys wise was interesting because Fessy was a bit of an unknown um Rogan had checked out at this point. Um, well, edited out, really. <laughs> no, he'd, he'd said it. He was like, mentally, I checked out because I still had like a concussion from the hall brawl with Nelson. To be fair, I can believe that his body yeah. would have been really fit. And he got like eight minutes of time penalties mm. thrown on him that they didn't show. And then also Corey obviously did really well on day one. So it was like, you know, how will he do? You go back again, War of the Worlds 2. We were emotionally invested in it anyway because it was Team UK. But also you had this team of like misfits that Corey, that um, Paulie had made. Will they work together or will this quite well-oiled machine that was the UK team work together really well? Then on top of that, the following season, the previous season, War of the Worlds 1, like you say, was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. And also I was quite invested in Georgia and Theo winning that season. Yeah. Um, I won my first British champ. Yeah. Um, then final reckoning, final reckoning was a mess, but you did have the kind of interesting thing of, are they going to take the money? You go back further, vendettas, emotional investment in Kyle winning, being the yeah. first Brit to win in his first season. Um, Dirty 30, I think, because of the pair switching up so much, it was quite interesting. Agreed. Because there was and nothing concrete. Like, girls, I was at a point at one point where I thought Tori had won it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how they... There was a bit of that where they kept saying, um, oh, I'm putting this time point on Camilla because she's so far ahead. And I was like, really? I didn't hmm. see it. Um, the, also, Dirty 30's got the rose-tinted thing because of Jordan injuring his leg pre-final yeah. and then still stomping it. Mm. So that's quite interesting. Uh, and then you go back again, Invasion of the Champions. You've got, you know, the Young Bucks versus CT. You've got Ashley winning her first ever one against uh, Camilla and Nicole. And then you go back again. It's the Rivals 3. Need I say more? Um, you go back again, Bloodlines. I don't know why I was desperate for um, Jenna and Brianna to win it. I thought it would have been amazing. Yeah. Mitch and Corey would have been good as well, just because Mitch was so like unassuming and like down on his yeah. own abilities and looked yeah. up to Corey so much and he would have been the reason that won it. That's kind of why I wanted basically anyone but Cara and Jamie. <laughs> exactly. But what but what I'm kind of trying to get at by just going through previous finals, because we have got a final coming up, is this is intriguing. Whilst whilst there's no one I want to win, I'm intrigued to see who does win. Yeah, same. Yeah, agreed. Because I think all all of the pairs have holes in their game, but also there's the thing of, are are they running in pairs? Are they running in pairs the whole way through? Is it becoming individual? I think think it's interesting. I hope they do it in one episode. I know like you like a two-episode final, but that was back when it was two-hour shows. I like a two-episode final when it's War of the Worlds 1. Yeah. I I like 
Band bits of well too. It has to be a really good final. But you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Oh, it will be. And I think you're right. It's the fact we can't pick a winner. Uh, but do you know what's going to be even more interesting? We have a very special episode planned for the final next week, George. Um, we are hoping to get a couple of uh, friends of the show on. Uh, I won't go into too much detail on that, but um, that is the hope. Uh, and I think, you know, it'll be really nice uh, to, to sit down and talk about the final. Whoever wins, even if it's Fessy, George, I want you in a good mood next week. Mate, I'll have just finished climbing a mountain and drinking a bottle of whiskey. I'll be in a great mood. But will you have been handed a check by TJ when you get to the top of the mountain? Who knows? I don't know where he goes on holiday. Might love Scaffold's Pike. <laughs> well, he, he did like the uh, Instagram post, so you are qualified to run TJ's final. I don't know. With this knee, mate, this is going to take me a lot to get up a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, as I said, we will talk about it next week. Our very special final episode it doesn't mean it's the last episode of the podcast it just means it's the episode where we're talking about the final uh we've yeah. got lots in store um over the next few weeks coming up which we will detail at the end of next week's episode but george as always it's been a pleasure chatting challenge with you goodbye for now guys speak to you next week if you want to continue joining in the conversation you can do so over on the challenge subreddit you can also follow us over on instagram or twitter at challenge react don't forget to watch the challenge all stars latest episode over on paramount plus but as always we will leave you with a trailer for next week's final episode of the challenge double agents we're leaving all right, agents, this is it, the final mission. Not all of you are going to see day two. Let me just look at it. Let's look at it with him. They fighting. The goal of today is very simple. Survive.